Welcome to the Grey Matter Podcast, the podcast where we aim to make you a better human both in your work and home lives. We do this by challenging your thinking and action on a wide variety of topics. Today, myself and Chris welcome in 2021 by first reviewing 2020 and the year that was for us here at GMS. And then we move on to our outlook on 2021 and what we are seeing will be the biggest changes in the Australian business landscape. All right, team, let's get into it. So welcome back to the Grey Matter podcast in a brand new studio. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's very new for us and we've also got a new office set up, which is, um, which is quite exciting. Obviously with uh, COVID where, um, yeah, we ended up moving offices at the end of last year and very much looking forward to, I guess, explaining a little bit more about uh, how we've been, I guess, absent a little bit on social media and the we podcast. Have. We have. Uh, it's, you know, not without good reason, I suppose, but glad to be back nonetheless. Yeah. Did you have a good break? Absolutely. And you? Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, very relaxing, I feel. The whole six days of it? <laughs> six days for you, Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of reading, I guess. There wasn't any, obviously, international travel and that sort of thing. Um, so everyone was kind of forced to have a little holiday in their own area or state, I guess, depending on what state you're from, uh, with the restrictions. So, yeah, it was good. It was a good little relaxing break, I think. Lots of reading, like I said. Yeah, you mentioned reading. I did too. Um, I'm, I'm a reader. There is no doubt about that. Mm. And um, I really enjoyed the time where where I could just lose myself in some some. I was doing research, but um, uh, in some really fascinating stuff that's around on um, behaviours and habits and things like that. So, Any particular cool. book recommendations? Um, I read Atomic Habits uh, yes. as one of the principal ones um, over the period. There were some yep. other ones I was uh, wrapping up. There was there's about uh, over that six days, there's four or five books that I, that I actually read, but... Um, uh, Atomic Habits, uh, James Clear. Is it James Clear, yeah. Uh, is a, a really good read, really interesting read. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, uh, unfortunately for me, led to me uh, researching a whole lot more stuff. So, oh, cool. Um, but there's some, some, one of the advantages, I guess, of, of the what was happening last year with mm. uh, COVID and so on is there was lots more targeted research happening. Yes, um, particularly on on human behaviour and and the uh, brain biology and neuroscience and things like that. So mm-hmm. so there's been some really really interesting stuff um, come out. Yeah, okay. Some not so interesting, but uh, <laughs> you wonder how they got funding for the research. But that's okay. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I think um, my top read was uh, I think it's pronounced Homo Deus. Um, by uh, the same author that uh, wrote *Sapiens*. *Sapiens*. Yes. I think it's Yuval Noel Yuval Noel Harari. I think his name is. Um, very good read. All about uh, quite fitting with where COVID took us to. With you know how much we're now relying on technology and that sort of thing. The book sort of uh, it's a great read, but it's a good insight into I guess how the future might look with us. Uh, and technology as, mm. as a species. So mm. uh, that was probably my pick amongst, yeah, a few that I sort of had yeah, finished off over the period. But anyway. And, of course, how uh, that affects how we interact and um, how we cope 
um, because we're so tribal. So yeah, yeah it is. Um, uh, there's lots behind that. Yes, so definitely go out and uh, that would be our two recommendations, I, think so. I suppose. Yep, from the, for now from the break. Um, so I guess getting into it, we should probably catch everyone up on. I guess why we were a little bit more absent towards the end of the year, uh, end of last year, sorry, 2020. Um, obviously, we went through what every business went through, uh, sort of from March onwards last year with COVID um, and a lot of the lockdowns and that sort of thing. Um, up here in Brisbane, we didn't have it as bad as uh, some of the other cities and states, very luckily enough. But there is a bit of a story behind it. Um, the reality is for us, though, we couldn't do what we do well. Yeah. And, and there's... Um, that's very uh, that, true. That, that's a common story um, uh, amongst businesses is it, it took away our ability to leverage our uh, expertise and our, our sweet spot. And I think that in... I think with everyone getting used to Zoom, Teams, you know, the, the online platforms... I think for us, where our a lot of our services are delivered in person, um, or they're a lot more effective if they're delivered in person. Mm. That was that was sort of uh, a learning curve for everyone to get on top of very quickly. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it sort of threw us a bit of a curveball, like everyone had. Um, but yeah, we were. I guess the story is basically we we had the the hit in in March, and a lot of the um, I guess there was a lot of uncertainty for the rest of the year mm. from a lot of our clients, and uh, I think that had a ripple effect across you know industries um, even. And we were basically sitting on uh, the balcony over uh, where you used to live. One afternoon, we'd sort of set aside an, a couple of hours to sit down and really figure out, well, what are we going to do here? Mm. What's how can we change what we do? Um, to meet the new way of, of what it was looking like back at that stage. And this mm-hmm. was in April last year. Yep. So we were looking at it and I came to the table with the fact that we pretty much had five weeks to make this decision or else we, we would have had to have gone and, and done something else. So anyway, in that two hours, we went from five weeks left to I think at the end of it, we'd, we'd sort of got a, got a plan together. Mm. And I think – you know, a, a piece to raise there is the planning cycle shortened very quickly. Absolutely, the the reality, as for most people, was the um, the pipeline disappeared. Yes, um, the secured contracts um, disappeared. Quite rightly, they they had to. Mm. Um, so your where you might have been. Three, six, nine, twelve months uh, ahead in your planning, uh, that went to zero in in fifteen minutes. Like that, yeah. yeah. So um, what we we decided to do was um, to look at a series of sprints um, mm. for our business, uh, and um, uh, the first sprint that we did, which was a um, four week sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, because we could uh, we literally only had five weeks to survive uh, as a business. Uh, our first four-week sprint was about survival. Yes. Right? And and um, so we planned uh, research, did all the back end about simply how we survived. And remembering this was pre any of the incentives or oh, yeah. bonuses or anything yes. like that. Any of the government uh, schemes. The, the, and the, the government decide, mm-hmm. governments. 
um, state and federal, um, decided to put in place. Mm. Um, so uh, it was entirely up to us um, to to look at what we did, how we did it. Um, we got through that, mm. obviously, otherwise we wouldn't be here today. Yes. Uh, and then we, uh, we went uh, uh, into our next sprint cycle, uh, which was about the same period of time, about four weeks, mm. um, to look at what was possible yes. in, in our planning. So, so an industry like ours that relied so heavily on X, Y, Z, what could we do now uh, and still maintain our integrity, of course, uh, and everything that we believe in? Um, so we planned that um, mm. uh, in, in that four-week cycle. Once we got to the end of that four-week cycle, we had the next sprint, Mm. Um, uh, so literally over a period of 90 days, uh, and we talk a lot about 90 day cycles and 90 day sprints, mm. um, but we broke this down differently. Um, uh, in that final piece of the cycle, it was what we had to do to change. Yes, absolutely. And, and implementing that change so yeah. that we, we, we had, uh, uh, an offering and, and so on. Now, in the context of you saying we had five weeks to survive, that that probably, and I'm talking about that cycle, mm. uh, that we were still there, in that first uh, few weeks uh, we changed some services uh, and filled some gaps for people mm. and that's how we survived. Yes, we, we pretty much, like a lot of businesses, I guess, just pivoted to meet what we could, what our clients were needing at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, the, and I think two parts to that because that came from. Luckily enough, we have some really excellent clients that we have a deep understanding of their business yeah. because we've been working with them for Partnering a really long time. Mm. Yeah, it's much more like a partnership. Mm. So, in understanding their business, we could identify gaps that they they or problems that they might run into during this period for their business and the way their business model uh, operates, mm. the way their business operates. Uh, we identified that very quickly and that was where we were able to pivot for us to meet the gaps there, mm. um, which was an important piece to that first sort of four to eight weeks. Uh, it's, hard, it's actually hard to, to think back about COVID because the entire period seems like, and I, I must recognise it's still ongoing, of course, but that real period of uncertainty there seems like it went by in a blur Looking back on it, hmm. at the time it felt like it dragged on. Yep, it was a blur, um, or it is a blur now. It is a blur, I think. But anyway, so yeah, essentially we were able to, I guess, help our clients and some of our clients that we're in that real deep partnership with uh, through that period, and it was a mutual benefit because they helped us through that period. To be honest, and then pivoting out of that, we got into that possible realm. Uh, of thinking where we were able to expand the timelines and sort of think about, okay, we're seeing some opportunities emerge. Yeah, we see, um, and the opportunities were coming from what we were hearing as pain points. Yes. Uh, new pain points for, uh, for pay, or different uh, uh, focus on pain points. Yes, yeah. So, so then we sort of, I guess, that was our period where we were planning, shooting ideas around to then get into that next period of, I guess, execution and going, okay, we can breathe out a little bit because it's not it's not five weeks, it's not eight weeks, now we're going into 90 days. We know we're going to be here at the end of the 90 days. Mm. 
let's execute on some of this and away we went. So part of that, which is probably the most uh, exciting part for me, was the introduction of uh, IT and tech consulting, mm-hmm. uh, an arm of the business now that that uh, we've sort of been, uh, yeah, now servicing clients for, oh, we'd be, I guess, around six to eight months now we've oh, been doing eight, that. Eight or nine eight months. Eight or nine months. Um, it was um, a... Uh, it was something we'd been working on for uh, 12 months or more mm. um, but just got um, on steroids over the, <laughs> the period yeah, of COVID. It accelerated. Where, it, where you had to, to – um, uh, a lot of the questions that we had about whether we go down that path uh, disappeared um, uh, and some urgency came in and mm. uh, it, we were um, tremendously lucky yes. uh, in finding who we did. Yes, um, to to work with who we will be introducing uh, throughout. I guess the course of the next few weeks, uh, we'll be introducing yep. uh, him and a few of the other people that uh, have joined us on the way. Now <laughs> that we're coming into twenty twenty one, but anyway, sorry, I digress. So um, we, yeah, we've been pretty much on eight months that we've we've had him involved, and we've been. As you said, we've been planning this for a while. It, it makes a lot of sense to bring this into our business, given that you know the, I guess the, our ethos behind the three pillars of business moving forward. Yes, that being the people side of things, of yes. course. Uh, processes. Yeah, yeah, that really highlighted during the um, the period where we were totally locked down. Absolutely, uh, was the the fact that the processes that we'd been relying on, um, a lot of them were fair weather processes. Mm. Um, like there's, uh, unfortunately, there's a number of fair weather businesses that um, uh, that were around because they could mm. uh, when things were going well, mm. um, but didn't have the resilience to remain mm. um, uh, once it got tough. A lot of our processes are the same. Yes. So, yeah, people always been important. Yes, Right always. people, right and seats, doing the right things. That's at the core of... Supported well. Yeah, that's at the core of um, our business, obviously. Um, the processes piece, as you mentioned, and then the third piece to business success is getting our technology right. Yes. Essentially in the simplest form. Yes. So it made sense that we were always looking in this direction about where it might land and we'd been working on uh, what the offerings might look like and that sort of thing. And then, of course, yeah, COVID hit and, and it all um, accelerated forward uh, a fair bit. Mm. Um, so that was that's probably the most exciting uh, addition for us. Uh, and, of course, yeah, we'll be sharing more about that in the coming weeks. Uh, apart from that, the other new pieces are... Um, around the different people that we've been able to bring on. Uh, so at the end of last year, we uh, brought on Mr. Tim Marsh yes. uh, as filling a lot of or wearing a few different hats for us, um, primarily in the delivery and the business development space for us. Mm. Um, so that's very exciting and I'll be getting Tim on the podcast uh, very soon as well. Um, very excited to get a lot of his uh, perspective and opinions out there. Um, I think he can add a lot of value to our listeners. So Undoubtedly. Tim's been a, a mentor of mine for uh, ooh, seven or eight years, mm. uh, in particularly in... Since before GMS. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, particularly in in the realms of of uh, building a business, mm. uh, he he's been a, a great sounding board for me um, because he he had his business for fourteen or fifteen years mm-hmm. um, uh, prior to joining us. So. Mm. Uh, and was very successful in it. So hmm. um, and really pleased to have Tim on board. I actually had Tim on a podcast, would have been on the podcast, sorry, over a year ago now. I think it was prior, possibly prior to COVID. Um, so make sure you go and check that episode out. That sort of gives you a, a, a great – that was a good interview. It was essentially his career to now, um, and you learn a lot about his ethos in that one. But we'll um, we'll get him back in now that he's part of the team, of course. Yes. Um so we've also got uh, some some more from there, I guess, going back to the story. Um, the time went on and I think especially in Queensland, I think because that's obviously where we're based, so that's what we can really talk to. I think the outlook began to look more and more positive as the year sort of rounded out last year. Uh, we were seeing obviously the, in terms of COVID, we had Melbourne uh, sort of spike back up uh, there for a while that was worrying everyone. Um, once that sort of started to die down and we were getting pockets of bits and pieces here in Sydney and but nothing is on that scale of Melbourne, uh, what Melbourne was at the time, I think definitely in Brisbane the outlook started to look a lot more positive. Mm. Would you say that's Yeah. Um, that's true? Uh, well, more positive and, and the uh, Australians are funny. Um, because we they, are a funny bunch. Well, we get sick of stuff pretty quickly. Yes. So um, uh, yes, we'll we'll um, comply, do the the right thing, and so on. More so than um, a lot of other countries will do. Mm. We we don't necessarily rebel uh, and fight and so on. And that's part of the reason why uh, we are where we're at mm. um, with with um, COVID. Um, but we. We, we get to a point fairly quickly where we go, okay, I've had enough of this. We've got to get on with it. Mm. And uh, I, I think there's an element of that um, uh, has come in as well. Uh, not, not just that we're necessarily positive. It's just that we've gone, it's time that we get on with it, mm. you know, and, 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 it, and it's true. We, we've got to uh, change the way we do things uh, and uh, make life happen again. Yes, and I think we're striking. Uh, we have struck the balance there of that working around what we can do and looking at what it's going to be like moving forward. Because I guess one of the questions I'd love to ask you really is that in GMS we've changed so much uh, over this last sort of six six-ish months. Um, is there? I guess it is there are we going to go back to business as usual? Oh, I can't see it. Yeah. I, I can't I mean some some areas um yes uh it, it it's fit for purpose. Mm. Right? But but there's all this talk um and, and in fact being driven by companies that were successful under the old model and mm. don't want to change big companies mm. um uh big research companies and things like that. Uh, are, are saying that uh, we've got to get back to business as usual as as soon as possible so that we can get on with life. Mm. It's self-serving for them to to get back to business mm. as usual. It, it's like we've spoken about before, uh, managers that uh, 
uh, want their team sitting in front of them because that's the only way they can manage. Mm. Um, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Well, sorry, but you have to do things differently now. Mm. That micromanagement style ha- has to change uh, in the, the new world because tomorrow you might bring everybody in today and tomorrow they have to go home again. Yes. You know, that that's the sort of uncertainty. So, so um, will we have true business as usual or business as usual in – um, the way that people are talking about it at the moment, mm. I don't believe so. Mm. Uh, I, I, I think we've changed so much in the last 12 months mm. um, and had to um, change so much that uh, there's a lot of stuff that will stick uh, and we're actually seeing uh, part of the conversation changing now to, um, well, why can't I work from home? I did for six months. Yes. Now you're saying I've got to come back in. Um, and, and there's a lot of rhetoric around around this and, and a lot of sensationalization and things yeah, like that. Absolutely. Um, but and, and I don't want to get into that here, but um, the, the reality is we have the opportunity uh, to look at our old processes. And one of the processes is to do with how we deliver business. Yeah, the setup, yes. The setup. Mm. Um, and, you know, unfortunately for all those uh, corporates that own buildings in cities and mm. so on that relied on the, um, uh, the lease, um, we mightn't need them anymore. Mm. Um, so uh, what does that do for uh, Tier 2, Tier 3 Tier four businesses and below, it it actually means that they can uh, uh, potentially reduce their overheads. Yes, which ultimately might mean that they are able to pay their staff more. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, and it, it also reduces their risk absolutely. of of productivity loss if something was to change and they were in the office. You know, and we've heard, as you said, there's lots of rhetoric. We've heard a lot of different approaches to this. Uh, with hybrid structures of of working weeks and things like that, where you've got half an organisation in the office on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the other half comes in Thursday, Friday, and they're you know interchanging. Um, but that that there is an example of what we were talking about before, where we've really struck the balance between making sure that we're complying with what we need to comply with, but as well looking at things differently and having that attitude of okay, let's just now we need to get on with it. We know the parameters. Mm. Let's work within them and mm. also explore how we can rem- remain within them but do things differently possibly. Do things better. Well, um, yeah. it, it, It's almost a, um, uh, a waste survey of your business. Yeah. Right? Where, where are we wasting time? Where are we wasting money? Where are we wasting resources? What could we be doing better? Mm. And, and uh, look, um, back in um, the... Uh, probably the early 2000s, um, there was a big push around business process re-engineering and, and yes. having a real focus on on how you do things and where you can uh, improve. Some of that's to do with lean thinking. Um, uh, some of that's to do with general manufacturing thinking. Um, Toyota was very good at this um, mm. and, and why they became such a powerhouse. Uh, the... Uh, that sort of uh, methodology, there's an opportunity to to do again. We should mm. have been doing it all the time. Mm. Um, the rather than just growing for the sake of growing uh, and accepting that there's waste, let let's truly look at how we do things uh, 
to utilise the skill of the people that we've got in the organisation. Mm. Got to be clear that lean methodology isn't anything to do with uh, it, in its original form. Mm. It's been used differently. Uh, in its original form, it's nothing about reducing staff numbers. Mm. It's about improving processes so that you can better tap into utilise the the brains uh, of yes. your staff. Right? Makes sense. Makes, so makes sense. There, it, it was interesting in um, particularly in twenty eighteen. Uh, and we, we were guilty of this too. Uh, we were talking about agility uh, and uh, being agile enough, agile being speed, yes. uh, to meet market market nuances and, yes. and change and things like we that. We were talking about that as well. Yeah, absolutely we were. Mm. Um, uh, the whole notion in the last 12 months has uh, tipped on its head from my point of view. Mm. Um, and, and I think it's... Uh, while agility is important, um, the speed at which you do stuff, mm. uh, it's about adaptability. And uh, to mm. be adaptable means that you have to be open to um, uh, assessing, looking at, uh, changing up all your processes. Mm. There, there's nothing um, sacred. I wrote a muse last year. Um, uh, uh, about the risk of risking it all. Yes. Right. Um, and in it, I talked about um, how uh, risking it all actually has no risk at all. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, I won't go into that further here at the moment, but um, having that attitude um, that, and literally, this is what we did with Grey Matter Solutions. Mm. That attitude is that. We could lose everything here that we've built over the last six years. Yeah. It, it could all go out of our hands totally, could all go. Mm. Um, so that's the risk. So we've got nothing to lose because we know if we do nothing, that's the end game. That's what's going to happen. Mm. We, we chose not to do nothing. Mm. And here we are, 2021, we've grown. Yes. We've added new division. We've added new people. Yes. Um, we've got um, a suite of new clients. Yes. Um, that that were, weren't in our pipeline 12 months ago. And definitely not – so definitely a uh, from a diverse range of industries I think is, is quite exciting for us as and well. And diverse range of offerings. Yes. Yeah, very true, very true. So speaking of that, I guess um, drawing this back to – uh, our original conversation, I guess, we're now here in 2021. Um, what is this year going to look like for us? And that's that's going to be a hard thing to predict given that I will acknowledge that, you know, COVID is still certainly among us and is still affecting us. You know, Queensland was oh, – Brisbane, sorry, was in lockdown. Only, Shut down for three days. Yeah. Only not very long ago. Um, so I guess – with the knowledge that we have to live with COVID and what we were talking about before, we know the parameters there. We've done that before, so if we have to do it again, we, we, we can. But what does it look like from from your perspective? I guess from more of an industry perspective and then we'll look inwards at, at GMS. Industry-wise. Market-wide, I suppose. Yeah, the um, market-wide we're seeing um a uh, an understanding of the importance of investing in people 
through mm. this period. Now, look, there's been and there will be um, uh, legislation changes that affect things. Um, there, there were some of the COVID rules that came in. Um, there's also the um, uh, recognition of uh, how we need to support people. Um, there are some good conversations around in, in that um, how to avoid potential risk for a business um, later on mm. um, and and uh, that's to do with mental health as much as anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the connectedness to the business because um, let's face it, our businesses rely on the advocacy of our staff uh, uh, as much as anything um, in, in their networks so we, we need to support the people. But there's a big recognition that that we need to do things differently uh, for people, mm. uh, and it's not just giving them training, right? Um, we we used to have our, our training budget. Yes, we we used to, and I'd love to see it called something different. Um, and and we used to ask people what course they wanted to do. Mm. Now that in our world this year in 21, um, yeah, of course there's going to be some people that want to do that. Um, but it doesn't cut it from my point of view, and this this can sound like a sales pitch. Mm. Um, uh, I'm not worried about that because the reality is um, uh, we should have investment in people budgets. Yes. Um, and, and that uh, may be how we do, do things differently in the business to make sure that our people are still connected Yes, um, our people so. are still supported. Um, we in 2018 and and, and before uh, we had uh, we could engage EAPs and that solved all that stuff for us. We thought, mm. um, but uh, whilst they do a really good job, um, that's a band aid, mm. and, and it's done after the event. Mm. The the organisation has to do things differently, mm. um, so that you you don't rely on uh, on fixing people mm. after the event um, because of the risk associated with that. And the reality is, there's a lot. You're right. There's, a, I guess, another way of putting it is there's a lot further upstream. We can be doing things for our people that ensure that they are valued, heard, and safe. Yeah. Psychologically safe. Yeah. So I totally agree with you that 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 I think, and that's certainly reflective in what um, what we're seeing with the conversations we're having with people, the clients that we have, and what we've what we're going to be sort of delivering. Uh, so it looks like in this first part of this year, certainly a lot around the investment into people. So the the. Uh, you mentioned earlier about market. What does the market look like? Mm. We're, we're seeing a much broader cross-section of the market going, um, our people are important. Yes, where they us. might not have before. Now, yes. uh, uh, we're, um, one of the things that you can, um, uh, you can think about is the fact that uh, uh, we're facing uh, no or next to no um, people being allowed to come into Australia mm. for twenty twenty one. Yeah, if you rely on the backpacker market, yeah, to um, for your business to survive, you'll have to change your business model. Yeah, 
because the the you won't have that volume of people to um, that are willing to come and work for you for a couple of weeks and go. Mm. Um, so it doesn't really matter what happens. Yeah, there's uh, plenty. You, you're of not going to have like that. that. Mm. Um, so uh, I, I mean, that's that's just uh, one example. Mm. The and I know the the federal government is is working on uh, on ways of mitigating the, those. Issues mm, and, yes. and working within bubbles and things like that. Yeah, and targeted also targeted, um, you know, uh, funding for certain industries. They're looking at uh, continuing, I guess, help for particular hard hit industries like tourism. For absolutely, example. And, yeah. but you, you look at our agricultural um, clients. Um, they they're going. What can we do differently? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. uh, um, they they haven't necessarily been struck by. Uh, any shortages right at the moment, mm. but they recognise that um, uh, they want to hang on to their good people. Mm. So, so they're doing something about it. Yes. Um, whereas before, mm, it was a nice to have. Mm. Now it's a must have. Mm. Um, so, so that's happening in different industries than we've seen before. Yes. Yes, I completely agree. And I think there's a whole piece here around. Um, change as well because now that we're into 2021 um depending on sort of the appetite for risk in certain businesses you know some people were putting off change to this year or major change anyway um so we might see well we're already seeing examples of where um you know, completely new, I guess, pain points around people are coming up because of vast change that companies are having to do just given what has happened last year, essentially. People, processes and technology. People, processes and technology, mm. yes. Mm. Yeah. So for us, um, uh, the, the, uh, we've, our audience have heard us talk a lot about um, uh, putting the human in. Yes. Right, for us. Yes. Um, the, the, over the last eight or nine months, uh, we've become, we've got further clarity for ourselves around that mm. and we, with clients around that, is success moving forward in 21 is human. Yes. Yes. I think, and I guess that leads on to um, our, another change in 2021 for us is uh, we've, we're, Slowly but surely, completely rebranding um, the business, yeah, which exciting. is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes, given the changes to our business, um, we felt that it was time that we needed to change uh, our our brand image, I suppose, um, to better reflect what we do now uh, and the new way forward. And part of that is the uh, our new tagline, which is "Success is Human," mm. um, and our business is very much very much built around. Uh, that I guess as a as a an ethos for us in all the elements, um, all the pillars of success that we we believe in, and that's why we were a little slow putting the um, tech consulting piece, uh, the IT piece, uh, in place because we had to have the right people that mm-hmm. actually uh, believed in people mm-hmm. for starters absolutely uh, and that success is human um, uh, but also were willing to uh, demystify if you like uh, for businesses what that whole IT space looks like yes 
Yes, and um, certainly we'll we'll do a deeper dive with our uh, our head of that division uh, in a later podcast. Mm. Sort of explain a little bit more what that division's actually about, where we landed on on uh, offerings and that sort of thing as well, um, and his perspective on twenty twenty one from a from a technology uh, standpoint and that sort of lens. It's a fascinating world for us to be drawn into from him, uh, given that we haven't had that as part of our business before, obviously. So. Uh, certainly a very interesting uh, gentleman, so we'll get him on uh, the podcast as well. Um, relating it, just drawing back to GMS for a moment, um, so excited to be rolling out this new branding to everyone. Uh, like I said, I think it perfectly reflects what we are moving forward because we are different. We've got different people uh, involved with us now Uh which share that that new or sorry that share that new ethos that we have around success as human. So keep an eye out uh, for that on our socials, our emails. Um, you, you'll certainly be seeing a lot of more of that rolling out. Uh, and I guess as an extension to that as well, in 2021 we want to be doubling down on uh, providing value to all of us that follow us here at Grand Meta Solutions, whether mm. it's on socials, whether you're a podcast listener, mm. wherever you uh, see us, we're wanting to provide more and more value to you this year. So we're certainly doubling down on the podcast. Uh, certainly, if you're not following us already on our social media, go and search up Grey Matter Solutions on LinkedIn and Facebook um, and YouTube as well. We're going to be filming these podcast episodes and some other interesting content in 2021 so uh, if you're wanting more from us definitely go to any of those three channels that's where we're sort of focus focusing on for this year Um, and as well if you're not subscribed already head onto our website and hit uh, the button where it says sign up to our mailing list or sign up definitely want to be involved there because we're going to be putting out a lot more useful content there's a lot of content that gets sent out via email that a lot of us look at and most of the time don't even open i've got plenty of those as a personal example but for us we're going to be um, putting out a lot more content that's designed to be value add to uh to everyone who receives it so um starting with the the muse of course is uh something that we were doing all of last year uh, or the majority of last year which is um, straight from the ceo's mouth uh (laughs) how you're seeing it for that week um so setting people up and also uh we've got our Monthly newsletters, we're going to be sending out articles. Um, We've got a lot of the team, which you'll be all introduced to as we go on in the next few weeks, uh, that we're going to be extracting uh, their expertise, I guess, and sharing it with with everyone. So very excited to double down in that space and provide more value to everyone as well in 2021. Well, I think that kind of covers it all, really, for now. I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) There's a fair bit in that one. Yes, (laughs) Not only an exciting time for us, and and we do tend to say that a lot because we love what we do. Yes. Um, And we work with great people and we've got great people working with us. Yep. Um, But uh, I I do think that we've learned a lot from last year that we can leverage Mm. uh, to make this year... make us more adaptable this year um, but also uh, take a positive spin which is another very Australian trade yeah true positive spin that's, yeah. that's she'll be right. true she, this she'll be right attitude yeah get on with things kind of thing mm. very good alright well, I think that wraps it uh, wraps it up in the studio here this we're getting uh, the setups iteratively better as we go along 
Uh, we'll have a, a, a nice table in here and we'll um, be able to come in and do a lot more podcasts uh, without having the laborious setup of a temporary table. Um, so that'll be exciting too, but uh, we're looking forward to putting plenty of content out there, plenty extracting plenty of um, information for everyone. So um, thank you for coming in. I think that wraps it up. Thank you. Yes. Cool. Welcome to the year. Yes. Welcome to 2021. Let's make it different from last year. Let's. That's, that sounds good to me. Thank you very much, everyone, and we'll see you next time on the Grey Matter Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Grey Matter Podcast. If you haven't already, please hit subscribe on whatever is your preferred podcast platform so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And please, if you're listening on iTunes, leave a review, preferably five star, as it will help our podcast grow and will be greatly appreciated. If you received any value from this episode, please share it with a friend, a family member, a colleague, or even your boss, as we're wanting to share value in any way we can to anyone we can. Also like us on LinkedIn and Facebook by searching Grey Matter Solutions, M-A-T-T-A on the matter, and subscribe to our YouTube where we're actually posting full episodes of the podcast each week. Jump onto our website, www.greymattersolutions.com and hit subscribe there to receive helpful articles, tips and tricks in your inbox each week and month from the great minds we have here at GMS. Thank you for listening and we will see you in the next episode.